Welcome to Slaking Thirst, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Friends, we can still say Merry Christmas. Because we're still in the octave. It's wonderful. It's great to be Catholic. I love that we uh, get to just keep celebrating these great solemnities for several days. I love it. I even saw this morning on my drive-in, I was, I was at my parents' house last night, drove in this morning for Mass. I already saw a Christmas tree on the lawn. I'm telling you, there's a special place on Judgment Day for people like that. <clears throat> okay, well, here we go. Feast of St. Stephen the first martyr, if you will, of the church, the early church. I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting that we start the octave with the feast of a martyr. You're going to see a lot of red this week. I think that's for a reason. I want to start with a little section from a brief homily by St. Fulgentius of Ruspe. He was a bishop in the uh, Office of Readings that uh, priests and religious and clergy, we, we pray every day, we make that promise at ordination for the Office of Readings, there's always a section from Scripture and a long section from, you know, the tradition. So today we have this homily from St. Fulgentius, and this is just beautiful. This is what he says. Yesterday we celebrated the birth in time of our eternal king. Today we celebrate the triumphant suffering of his soldier. Yesterday our king, clothed in his robe of flesh, left his palace, left his place in the virgin's womb, and graciously visited the world. Today his soldier leaves the tabernacle of his body and goes triumphantly to heaven. It's jarring in some ways to begin the Christmas octave with Stephen's martyrdom, which is a gruesome martyrdom. I mean, just Luke just very nonchalantly says they dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. Don't spend too much time in your imagination there, but it's a horrible way to die. It's a horrible way to be put to death. Why does the church in her calendar not let us soak in the sort of Christmas beauty, if you will, but instead right away we are forced to look at a martyrdom? It's because, as Fulton Sheen says, the shadow of the cross is cast all the way back to the manger. Like the manger that we've been contemplating in this nativity of the Lord is the cross. You've heard me say this before. It's the cross, but in seed form. The same naked Christ who gave himself completely on the cross is there in seminal form, giving himself in the wood of the manger. Like as he says to Pilate at the end of his life, he says, I came into the world to give testimony, martyrioi, to be a martyr, if you will, to the truth. The word, the light shines in the darkness and those in the dark prefer the darkness. There will always be forces in this world that do not want to hear the truth. There's this little detail in Stephen's martyrdom that I think is so just prescient and just so um, painful and real. Luke says this, that the onlookers listening to Stephen, the onlookers were shouting aloud and holding their hands over their ears as they did so. They covered their own ears. They did not want to hear the truth. They didn't want to hear what Jesus was saying or what Stephen was saying. Friends, we follow that baby king, the one who came into the world to testify to the truth. And just like Stephen, like we will be called upon 
to give witness and testimony to the truth. Martyrioi. Most of us, most likely, it'll be a white martyrdom of reputation, of friends, of relationships, things of that nature. But the fact that Stephen's martyrdom is the first feast that we celebrate after Christmas is just a reminder that this season, the season of the Lord's nativity, is not just rosy, nostalgic, looking back, right? It's not just sugar plums and glitter and all the rest. It's the beginning of the Great War. That's what it is. The king landed in disguise behind enemy lines, robed in human flesh, to effect a great campaign of sabotage, to reclaim this fallen world for his God and Father. And we, as members of his body, are caught up in that same campaign of sabotage. And until he comes back, our job is to continue to do what he did, which is testify to the truth, which is what St. Stephen did. So with Stephen's intercession, may we be good witnesses, joyful soldiers for the Lord. Amen.